to another episode of No Parachute, uh, where we stumble around in the dark of life, searching out the light of Christ. Today is March 5th, 2020, Thursday of the first week in Lent. The first reading this week is from the little-known book Esther. The psalm is Psalm 138, but Lent seemingly can't have... Uh, daily readings without putting in Psalm 51 somewhere. And we've got that in the verse before the gospel. And then the gospel is Matthew 7, 7 through 12. So Esther, um, I say it's a little known book. You may know all about it. But the introduction on the USCCB's website on the book of Esther, I'm gonna go, I know it's really short, so I'm going to go read this here in the next day or two. Um, Esther uh, is is brought into the king's court uh, because of her physical beauty, and then she risks it risks it all uh, as the Persians try to uh, destroy the Jews. And Mordecai, Esther's uncle, is a boss, and all this good stuff. So it's it's epic battles in the time of 500 BC. Um, between nations and sounds sounds good, but here we're in Esther chapter twelve, or in it's Esther C. So um, it's actually chapter forty three of Esther, and I need to go back. All right, uh, the Queen Esther sees with mortal anguish says this prayer. To God. Help me who am alone and have no hope but you, for I am taking my life in my hand. As a, as a child, I used to hear from the books of the forefathers that you, O Lord, always free those who are pleasing to you. And now come to my help, an orphan. Put in my mouth persuasive words in the presence of the lion and turn his heart to hatred for our enemy. So that he and those in our league with him may perish. Save us from the hand of our enemies. Turn our mourning into gladness, our sorrows and holes. So this is um, similar to the prayer of David when going against the Philistines. Um, Your mighty hand, O Lord, guide me and save us from the hands of our enemies. All those good things. Um, this is really a cry out. Um, to me, I just think of uh, even in business, right? You, as a small business owner, I've got employees and uh, people that depend on my decisions. And when things aren't going well, I can easily feel this cry out this Lord I need need your help here because everything we love is about to be destroyed and even more so here with King David and King Esser is an entire nation an entire people set aside by God who is in mortal danger of being completely wiped off the face of the earth and the prayer and petition of this king and queen separate obviously by 2,500 years. Um, I think I'm getting the timeline on David mixed up in my head. But 
the cry out that says, Lord, the, we are your people. Save us. In the psalm, we've got Psalm 138. Lord, on the day I called for help, you answered me. And for those that uh, have never read past the book of Esther, uh, this psalm is a little bit of a spoiler alert. Lord, on the day I called for your help, you answered me. Uh, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with all my heart, for you have heard the words of my mouth. In the presence of the angels, I will sing your praise. I will worship at your holy temple and give thanks to your holy name. Man, this one's might be King Solomon, I guess, but I just always attribute the Psalms to King David. What a... I can just imagine him, you know, dancing around a bonfire on... Um, you know, out with his army on campaign. That's what I was looking for. Uh, dancing around the campfire, just singing. <clears throat> I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with all my heart, for you have heard the words of my mouth. In the presence of the angels, I will sing your praise. I will worship at your holy temple and give thanks to your name. It's awesome stuff. Psalm 51, the verse before the gospel, the, uh, the repentant psalm. A clean heart, create for me, O God. Give me back the joy of your salvation. And this is a... The church fathers did something kind of cool here because they took verse 12a and verse 14a and brought them together as a single verse. But post-sin, right? Give me a clean heart. But give me back the joy of your salvation, right? I, I pray that all of us have had that time that it's very evident that Christ is in front of us and we get a sneak peek of that joy of salvation. And and in this prayer it says, it was with a clean heart that I experienced that. Lord, give that back to me and so that I can experience your joy. The gospel is Matthew chapter 7, 7 through 12. Jesus said to his disciples, it's short, so I'm going to read it to you. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And the one who seeks, finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which one of you would hand his son a stone when he asks for a loaf of bread, or a snake when he asks for a fish? If you then, who are wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father Give good things to those who ask him. Do to others whatever you would have them do to you. So how, how many of us have felt like we've been asking, we've been knocking at the door, and don't feel like anything's been coming? So the key to this verse, in the way I read it, is that how much more we have, it's at the bottom, how much more will your heavenly Father give good things to those who ask and remember your ways are not my ways your thoughts are not my thoughts so our Heavenly Father knows what is good for us though that may include suffering though that may include pain he knows what's good for us and so when we knock and when we ask and when we seek 
we need to understand that if we ask for the things that are good, those are the things that we will receive, right? I, we can't pray and say, uh, Lord, let my competition fail and go out of business so that I may get all of their market share. You know, please let uh, my high school enemy, you know, get pie on her face today, whatever. Those aren't the things we're, we're going to receive if we ask. It's the good things. And it's with prayer and contemplation and meditation that, and sitting in front of the Blessed Sacrament that we understand what is good. And when we understand what is good, then we know how to ask and what to ask for. And I think I'm, I'm not, a, uh, not a professional here, but I think that that's just for Jesus. Jesus, I ask for you. That's our prayer today. Jesus, I ask for you. Jesus, I seek you. Jesus, I knock on your door so that I may be greeted by you. We pray all these things in your holy and precious name. Amen.